1: to Stadium Bets, everybody, on Stadium, your weekend betting location, and that is Colby, that is Nate, I'm Ben, and we got Monty running the sticks. We appreciate everyone tuning in for this weekend of bets, guys. College football, NFL, we're deep in the weeds. We got picks. We're excited. Nate, how you feeling? Yeah,
2: good. I like a lot of games this week, especially the NFL, but college, really low to slate. It's kind of the time of the year where all these games matter, and even if there's big point spreads, you know, you always these... Those big teams on upset watch, and they're playing with a lot of pressure against teams that are trying to play spoiler. So it's really fun yeah. Saturdays in terms of watching. And then NFL, I, I think I, I really like this card for NFL
3: week
1: 10 already. Colby over there in the corner, you feeling good?
3: We talked before the show. I told you most of this is just going to be off the eye test and vibes because we're so far <laughs> into the season it's that the vibes I don't week, need man. stats. I'm excited. I go off the old peepers. They yeah. know
1: all analytics yeah exactly colby's a guts guy not a brain guy and we love that about him so we got college football on slate let's start with michigan and penn state one of the bigger games it's a noon kickoff eastern time at penn state the line is four and a half in favor of michigan 45 and a half is the total this could be a fun one a fun big 10 matchup at noon
2: i mean we just have to get you know we have to say that michigan we haven't previewed this year yeah one of the the best teams historically statistically in college football but they haven't played an opponent good enough for us to talk about this yeah. in the big game preview section. I don't think we've even, like, bet on them in, you know, other bets, any college bets. No. Definitely Nothing. haven't bet against them as in the underdog section, and I don't think they've oh, been yeah, the but, best oh, bet.
3: But, so. Never mind, that was Ohio State. Western oh, yeah, Michigan. So, That's the opposite sorry. school of Michigan.
2: <laughs> First Michigan game that we're previewing this season. They have a very, you know, impressive stats, but they haven't played anyone. The smallest point spread in a game they've been involved in this year was minus 17 and a half. At Nebraska, and that was six Crazy. weeks ago. When we thought maybe Michigan wasn't as good as you know what what they have shown, just because they haven't played anyone. So for me, I'm going to do use Penn State plus four and a half here. Definitely not something I'm I'm loving because Michigan might be that good. But what if Michigan Yikes. isn't that good because they haven't played anyone? So I'm going to leave it there. I know you guys are on the opposite, so I want to
1: hear what you can say. Yeah, Colby, go ahead. Start our argument for us. Yeah, like please. you
3: said, you have you're you're on the what if bet. But we've already seen what Penn State can do against a good team. We saw them against Ohio State, and I simply cannot bet that team ever again. That was, <laughs> that was horrific, that was offensive, and that was a disgrace to offensive the offensive side of football. I think Michigan you just described I think the Big Ten. If Michigan is the real deal. that doesn't matter who they played, and I think they could I think four and a half's fine. I think they can do it.
1: Four and a half a half's too low, Colby. It's just too low. Michigan's the best team in the country, in my opinion. And I was I think shocked they, it was that low. I, I really was too. I, I'm betting Michigan I'm going to put a bet on, the, on them after the show's over, and hopefully it gets down to four. I've seen a couple fours pop up here and there. But it's just this simple. Michigan's the best team in the country right now, and I don't think a team like Penn State is going to be able to really do much It's going to scare them. James Franklin gets a top ten
3: team. Not good against them. Good point.
1: I don't trust James Franklin at all. And if the even, I love the fact too that this game's not at night. This is a noon start in Penn per, State. It's, it's not going to be a, a tough time. environment. Why don't have
3: to wait all day for the best game of the day. Yeah.
1: Give, give me Michigan. Their offensive line is great. Their offense is great. We know how good their defense is. I just don't think Penn State stacks up against this Michigan team in any way, shape, or form. Give me four and a half. Al, give it up to six and a half for me. I, I love Michigan to win this game, and I'm not going to be surprised if they win by double digits. Go blue, Easy. baby. All right. Second game of the week that we wanted to highlight Ole Miss at. Georgia, spread is ten and a half, eleven. Favor the Bulldogs. Fifty-eight and a half is the total. I'm gonna go. Uh, I'm gonna go the under here, Nate. I'm gonna go the under with some of this. Uh, with some of this team, I think the scoring is going to be far and few in between. And I know you look at both these teams' averages, points per game wise, and it's high in the thirties for both these teams. And Ole Miss, we know that they can score at will, given the chance. But I think the fact you look at the numbers, one, Ole Miss, 0-3 to the under on the road. They don't play as well offensively on the road. They tend to slow the pace down. They struggle sometimes against good defenses. And Georgia at home hits the under out of four out of six times this season. I think both these offenses, we know this is a pretty big game. Georgia slowed the pace down a little bit against Missouri when it was close, and I think this game might be closer than people expect. The pace slows down a bit. Georgia's defense is really good. Ole Miss can be inconsistent offensively. Give me the under. Fifty eight and a half, fifty nine. Hopefully, it goes up by uh, Saturday. That I can bet it.
3: It's gonna be a low scoring game, Ben. I think I'll have yeah. to take old Miss. Ooh. Now, I, I Georgia. I think they're the biggest frauds. I I will stand by that. They're one in seven Which against are, the spread, like in general, or the just against the spread. They're the biggest frauds. They're wow. one in seven against. I'm sure, you're not talking about Ole Miss. No, no. <laughs> one in seven against the spread on a weak schedule. One of the weakest in the country. No Brock Bowers. Brock Bowers. They struggled against Missouri. Old Miss has been battle-tested. They played LSU, Alabama, Arkansas, Texas A&M. I'm going with the Rebels. Hottie, potty. Wow. Put shaking your head, Nate. I mean, how
2: could you call Georgia fraud well, play, when you're, you're praising Michigan, whose best team they beat was Rutgers? I
1: could be however I, I – could be – whatever fraudulent. I want. Michigan's not okay, fraudulent. Well,
2: anyway, the biggest fraud <laughs> in this game is the Michigan. team from Oxford, Mississippi. It's Old Miss, a team that blows Ooh, minus three against A&M at home with A&M – missing some key players, and then they almost lost the game. So Ole Miss gets exposed here. I think we're getting a price discount on Georgia because they didn't look good against Missouri. I'm laying with Georgia, Georgia minus 10.5.
1: You faded uh, Ole Miss last week too, right? I've been fading them all season. You love it. Let's open up the board. We got other college football bets to get to, guys. This is going to get a little gross. We have some uh, really interesting bets here. We'll start out with Nate. What do you you like this week?
2: Yeah, I would wait and see if you can get a plus 3 on UCF, but we'll grade it here, plus 2.5 on the Knights. Surprise, Colby didn't have this as part of his card, considering Oklahoma State fans stormed the field last sure, week in a game forgot to tell against. Me. <laughs> forgot <laughs> to tell you that was bedlam. That was a national that TV be in game. Your notes every weekend, that was a standalone game. The last bedlam. A wedding. <laughs> no excuse at all. Congratulations is, to your friends. No excuse at all. But yeah, U UCF uh, plus two and a half. I think they win this game. I think Oklahoma State's time to sell high on the pokes who actually are in the driver's seat to represent the, or be one of the teams in the Big 12 title game. It looks like it could be Texas against Oklahoma State, which would have been crazy to stay a few months ago when Oklahoma State was losing to South Alabama and Iowa State. But it was a great turnaround for Oklahoma State, but I think it ends here. Give me UCF plus
1: 2.5. Buzz, buzz.
3: Oh, we're buzzing. You're Take buzzing? Georgia Tech plus 14.5 at Clemson. Clemson played Notre Dame last week extremely well. I was shocked. Yeah, Nate wasn't. We know the story. That means <laughs> it's just like a storm, boys. Big letdown spot. They played probably their toughest moment in a long time. Georgia Tech is rolling. They took care of UNC. They took care of Virginia when we all thought they wouldn't. Last two weeks, they've been fine. I think the Jackets get it done.
1: Buzz, buzz. I like it.
3: Buzz. I'm going to go with Nate's, uh, Nate's alma mater. Missouri money line
1: this weekend oh. against Tennessee. They're back at home. They played Georgia pretty well. I think people really appreciated how much of a game that became. And if it wasn't for kind of a freak interception by a defensive lineman, Missouri might have a chance to win that game. They were driving to, I believe, tie it up at that point. So I'm going to take them on the money line as an underdog at home against Tennessee you remember last season, Tennessee did a little bit showboating last year. I don't know if you appreciated that on Mizzou. They were they won 66-24. to 24. They threw some late touchdown passes that I don't think Eli Drinkwich really appreciated. This is a revenge game for Missouri. They have a much better defense. They have a good offense. I think they're going to be able to compete and win this game against Tennessee. Joe Milton, he's been decent to good the past three weeks. And what's the one thing we know about Joe Milton? Inconsistent. That guy's inconsistent. So I'm going to expect maybe a bad game on the road. At Mizzou, give me the Tigers on the money line, baby. That's plus money. I love it. I hope you're right. I hope so too. All right, Iowa bet time. The under
0: in Wrigleyville hit last week. Monty, how are you feeling? I'm feeling great. Yeah, and that's why we're gonna go right back to an under,
3: <laughs> <laughs> as he should. Oh my god, half,
0: lowest one ever in rec- you know tracking these, which is just insane. Ridiculous. I mean, this is a lot of. This is the first half under and half of these games we probably just talked about. So it's it's pretty unreal. Uh, I, I, I Your team is crazy, man. I know. And they've been so annoying. So I think I should have just been betting the unders all season. I think I was too close to the program. Too much hope, you know. <laughs> too close to the hoping program. Hoping they would figure something out on offense. <laughs> and clearly they're and not I'm going to. So, as, you know, last in FBF in yards per game on offense. Just It's just an absolute joke. So, <laughs> And both defenses are good. Uh, both top 10 in yards per play. So, I I'm hoping, you know, I'm worried that Iowa loses this week. This is the best team left on their schedule, I think. Maybe you can argue Nebraska. Um, but this could be an upset in Iowa City, and I, I'm just going to go with the under. Why what about not?
1: an alt under of 24.5?
0: I think if you want to alt it down to under 10, it you could do that. It's the lowest yeah. they go, like six, 16 and a half. Probably. Curious. I'm curious, too. we should we'll look. have
2: to look at that Saturday yeah. morning when those, those markets become
0: There's more not available. a number you can't take. If you could take under zero, I would take it. Oh, I Money, it. would you rather have <laughs> USC's defense or Iowa's offense? <laughs> I, I Oh, gosh.
1: We need them to play. We need, that, we need the Big Ten to have happened this year with USC in it. That would have been an amazing yeah, game. That, I mean,
2: <laughs> yeah, just the, the odds for Iowa would game, look good. I don't even know. I don't stoppable know what would have force it, versus what, movable object. It would have been amazing what the, the side in total would have been for a,
1: a USC-Iowa game, especially if it was at in Iowa City. It's really wild. Alright, we are just getting started. We got NFL bets. We got underdogs of the week. We got best bets. That's all coming up. 49ers, Jags. We're excited. Two teams off a bye. That's all coming up next on Stadium. Welcome back to Stadium Bets. It's NFL time. We got Colby, Nate, Ben, and Monty running the sticks. And, guys, let's go to the National Football League. We have a couple of fun games that we wanted to hit. We'll start with the two teams off a of bye. 49ers at the Jaguars. Line 49ers minus three. Total is 46. And I'll start this one off with the 49ers. I'm going to take the 49ers That's minus it. three. Um, Kyle Shanahan after a bye, I love that. I love that he got time to game plan. I love that the 49ers got a little bit more healthy. Trent Williams, I think, might come back. Debo might come back. Brock Purdy's not going to be concussed. That's awesome. I don't know how he was able to come back in less than a week after being concussed two weeks ago. So I think he's had a week off, time to rest, rest ahead. He's going to be making better decisions. He's going to have a healthier roster. Even the 49ers off a bye, minus three, just a short favorite. Love it.
2: Yeah, I would have agreed with this if it was at minus two and a half. At minus three, I'm going to kind of stay away. But I do like the over in this game, over 46. And a lot of the reasons you said about liking the 49ers offense off the bye, getting healthier with those guys coming back. At the same time, I also like the Jags offense and what they did in the most recent weeks, including last game. They only scored 20 points against the Steelers and some inclement weather. But they settled for four field goals and had three turnovers inside the Steelers' 35. So Jeez. I think there's a lot of potential for both these offenses to kind of positively regress after the last games we saw from them in Week Eight. So I like over here in Jacksonville, Florida, on
3: Sunday afternoon. What are you taking? Taking the Jags. Ooh. Um, I don't have much to say, but I have more to say later. Is this this is a gut pick? For uh, the this Jags have covered a... five straight for five straight weeks. The 49ers Ooh, have not just been—you know—the kids say it hasn't been hitting the same. Maybe True. they did need this Because Purdy's been concussed. Maybe they did need this buy. But on the road, the 49ers yeah. aren't that sexy. And I think the Jags' offense is pretty sexy. Thanks, Nate, for letting me know.
1: First half over, maybe? What we are you talking about? No, yeah.
2: I, I think the 49ers come out with a good script. I think the Jaguars come out with a good script. Doug Peterson, very good game planner, extra time to prepare. And the 49ers, their defense in terms of coaching and personnel taking a step back. Although they did add Chase Young at the trade deadline. So pretty nice just to, you know, pick up. Yeah, the, uh, I forgot to mention that. that second overall pick in 2020. Just kind of bring him into your uh, pass rush rotation. Yeah,
1: I put that in my notes. Good call. Uh, next game that we wanted to get to. Browns at the Ravens. Ravens have been hot, hot, hot. Minus six. Mm. 38 is a total. It's a low total. We're going to go to you in the
3: Colby corner over there. You'll start you us off. Starting off for me. The what Ravens. Do you, what do you like? Minus six. Give it to me. Really? Yeah, You're going with the hot fire. team? On fire. Come on. They put up 24-plus points per game in, in the last few weeks. They've covered in three of their four last games. They are just so much better than the Browns. <laughs> are they? Yes. 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 I know, and I know That's the so AFC North cool. games are always super intense and they're always close, but the yeah. Ravens showed you a month ago that they won 28-3. to three. What else do I need? They're home now. They're home now. Ravens. They are. Yeah, I'm going to go
2: Browns. Browns <laughs> <Yes>. plus six. <laughs> I actually considered the under in this game, but I feel like it's a little bit too low where a turnover could kind of change the game and it'll be hard to go under if there was a pick six or something. But I think this line's a little inflated based off how good the Ravens looked against the Lions and the Seahawks last week. And the Browns, a team that's very familiar with the Ravens because they play twice a year. So I feel like this is going to be closer just based on familiarity. I am worried, though, about the Browns offense. Deshaun Watson, lose left tackle Jedrick Wills. For a couple of weeks or, or over a month, who knows? It could be longer. The way he was off in a in an air cast, um, he's not a great offensive lineman, but still, it's a, it's a tough you know piece to miss. And then Browns aren't running the ball well well without Nick Chubb. I think it's starting to catch yeah. up to them. So I do have my reservations for the Browns. I just think this line kind of reflects all their struggles. And plus six is a lot given that for a division game too. Yeah, in, in week That's three, right. in week four, I mean uh browns were hosting the ravens and browns at one point were minus three that week and that was the game that deshaun watson late in the week didn't play or we found out he wasn't going to play so and i think this is kind of a big jump to minus six for the ravens especially off a really good game with the seahawks last week yeah give me
1: the browns give me the browns plus six for all the reasons that nate listed. i think healthy healthy deshaun watson year, deshaun watson that might be, might be better. But their defense is legit, and I think the Ravens, again, it's a team that these guys have seen before. I like the familiarity aspect here in that angle with the Browns, knowing what the Ravens are coming from and what they're doing and how to defend Lamar Jackson. It's not my strongest play of the week by any means, but I do like the Browns as the underdog. I know it's on the road. I know it's Baltimore. I know they've been hot. Might be time to fade the them, though. Day. Might be time to fade. I'm not going to say the Ravens are going to lose, but I like the Browns, plus six. Let's open up the board, gentlemen. NFL bets. You can pick anything you want. We have a lot of places to go. I'll start us off. You know, I like the Tennessee Titans as an underdog. They're not, we go. They're not <laughs> a home dog. I love Mike Vrabel as a dog. He's on the road, though, this week. But it's Will Levis time, guys. I don't know if you've heard. This guy's a good quarterback from Kentucky. You know how bad mayo Kentucky boy? is now? That's how good he was. Mayo boy. And I might try some mayo with my coffee this weekend in honor of Will Levis Oof. because he, whether or not he's good or bad, he's convinced me that he is good. From watching him play last week, I think going on the road against the Steelers is a bad spot for him. And I know that's why the Tennessee Titans lost this week. They go on the road. Good weather in Tampa. Give me Will Levis and the Titans as an underdog. They're great as an underdog under Mike Vrabel. Here's the stat I found, Oops. guys. Nine and three as a road dog against a team with a losing record. The Titans are nine and three. This is, this is a good matchup. I like the Titans. I love Will Levis. And I know that's the kiss of death whenever I say I like a quarterback. But it's not happening this week, guys. Hold Titans on. Hold on
3: this isn't Chris Johnson's Titans. No, no,
1: no. no. <laughs> This isn't, young, this isn't your older brother. This isn't your older brother. Tennessee Titans. No, that, I
2: mean, no. I I don't hate the pick. I was just puzzled by what, what you said Lewis. about Mayo and
1: coffee. Oh, I love. I'm listen. If this guy wins this game, I will have Mayo and coffee on the next show. Week. On I think it'll be better. I'll have it on, on the show. show. I think if they lose we'll the game, social. you should. Do it. Oh yeah. Either way, I guess Regardless, I have to do yeah. it then. Yeah. If if he wins, you guys have to do it. If they lose, I'll do it. No,
2: no. I
0: will not agree to no. that. I'm no, no. rolling up not. on a bunch of cowards. I don't drink coffee anyway.
1: Oh. Mayo with decaf coffee. With Mountain Dew. Hit us off. What's your bet?
2: Let's go to the afternoon slate. Lions. Minus two and a half against the Chargers. Eight-day rest advantage for the Lions in this game. They're off a bye. Chargers played Monday night across the country. So just a huge advantage. And another example of the NFL schedule makers not really understanding what they're doing. Love it. Um, Yeah, I I like the Lions. I I think they're going to have the home field advantage in L.A. because Detroit fans have traveled really well this season. And the Chargers' offense just not impressive. I know they won twenty-seven to six against the Jets. They had three point four yards per play. They had a punt return for a touchdown. They had another short field, a fifty-yard touchdown drive, and then the capper to get to twenty-seven points, a two-yard touchdown drive on one play, an Austin Eckler run because. Of some sort of turnover, I kind of was dozing off to sleep, so I didn't really know what happened. But I know the Jets had three turnovers, and that greatly benefited the Chargers, whose offense is not clicking without a true field stretcher on the outside. So, like the Lions here, minus two and a half or better go Detroit.
1: Colby, you need to do
2: the
3: chant if you're going to do this pick. J-E-T-S. All right, so I think this number will flip. So, take them at the money line or wait until it's uh, plus one, plus one and a half. Whatever, it's going to keep moving because people are loving the new Raiders. But I got some math for you guys. You know what? I'm, I'm not good with math. I know, You know, Ben's face. But I'm going to give you some math. Cigars okay. after a fourth win. New coach equals fade no matter what. They're coming off a win versus Tommy DeVito. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Ooh. oh and then the, oh, you the don't trust now Tommy it's going to be Aiden O'Connell versus the Jets defense. I laugh. I laugh. I laugh. I laugh. <laughs> Take the Jets. JTS. I'll have more on this in the next block.
1: Ooh, little teaser. I love it. All
3: right. Dogs
1: with Bite coming up next. We're going to get dressed up. We also got our best bets for the weekend. That's all next on Stadium Bets. Welcome back to Stadium Bets. We're dressed up. It's underdog and best bet time, gentlemen. We will start, as we always do, with the world-famous segment, our Dogs with Bite. Kobe's in there cooking up best bets. Not yet. Not yet, Kobe. Okay. But we'll start with Dogs with
3: Bite. For oh, you. You got the ears? All right. Yeah, oh, we're we back go. with the Jags. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. We're back oh, with the Jags. Wow. He was teasing it all. Oh. Show. Who would have thought? What are my thoughts. Yeah. Travis Etienne has a game. He's utilized well, moves the ball. The offense is fine. The Jags' defense can hold the Niners 17 points, which they've been held to in three straight games. Outright wow. win. Wow. <laughs> you're. you're
1: That's disturbing. I don't know how I can follow that one. Uh, Texas Tech? I don't know what sound a Red Raider makes, but I'll go (laughs) Texas Tech. (laughs) This is a team with their backs against the walls. They need two out of three of their next games to be wins in order for them to make a bowl. And their last game of the season is against Texas. So I think if you're the Red Raiders, you're canceling that out. That's a loss. So you need these next two games. I'm going to take Texas Tech over Kansas. Um, They had a bad game last week, Texas Tech, seven flags. and they still won that game against TCU on the road. I think this is a better team, and they don't get flagged, and I I don't see them getting flagged that badly two weeks in a row. Three-and-a-half-point underdogs on the road. They have uh, their head coach, Joey McGuire, said they're fully healthy, which I really appreciate. So I I like Texas Tech in this position. Kansas has had two big wins. We wanted to fade Kansas last week. You both faded Kansas last week. I'm fading them this week. I think this is the week to do it. Give me the Texas Tech Red Raiders to get the win on the road.
2: Let's stay with a team in the state, the Houston Texans. They're playing at the Cincinnati Bengals. I know everyone's loving the Texans and what C.J. Stroud did last week, but I really want to fade the Bengals here. We just had two big wins against the 49ers and Bills on Sunday night, and then next week, week 11, Thursday night game at Baltimore. Chance Jamar Chase doesn't play, I think, because they have a bigger game next week. That increases the chances it happens. I can see the Texans being a live dog here, about plus 250 on the money line. I like them against the spread, and, of course, make sure to sprinkle on the money line.
1: All right. Best bets time, boys. We're going to start with Nate, but I've been real cold. I've had three straight best bet losses.
0: You
3: jinxed mine last week.
1: This is going to be bad. I did. I'm sorry. I apologize. It's been a bad run. Nate, we'll start with you. Best bet of the week. Yep. Atlanta Falcons minus one and a half. I know no one wants the Falcons after how they lost
2: to Josh Dobbs and the Vikings last week. But on the other side, Kyler Murray expecting to make his debut and I really want to fade yeah. Tyler Murray yes. early in the season. I think he will be rusty. He's returning to a roster that doesn't have the quality that he's used to playing in Arizona the last few years. I think this is a very manageable point spread for the Falcons to cover. I'm happy they're playing the Falcons because it is a small point spread, and I do want to fade the Cardinals early with Murray back
1: and active. So give me the Falcons minus 1.5. Give me the maize and blue Michigan minus 4.5. I talked about them on the first segment. I love this Michigan team. Best team in the country. They go to Penn State. It's not a night game. It's a noon start. They're going to be ready. They're going to be good. Best offense, best defense in this country. Michigan minus four and a half. Colby, finish us up.
3: Oh, look at that. We're back with the Raiders and the Jets. We're taking the Raiders under 17 and a half team total. They've gone under this number in six of their nine games. Wow. Also, they've gone under it seven of their nine games on 18. That's just one extra point. Guess what? The Jets hold teams at 19 points per game. They've gone under They've allowed under that four of their eight games. Aiden O'Connell? Oh my god, I'm shivering. I'm petrified. Give me that under. Come on.
1: Cigars? Fourth win? We're gonna get right, boys. Colby, Nate, I'm Ben. That's Monty. We'll see you next time.